Hi, I'm Gail. Hi, I'm Ruby. We are two hot perimenopausal mindset coaches with a burning desire to help working women across the globe think differently about menopause. There is another way. It's mindset over menopause. Co-authors of the Working Women's Guide to Menopause, When the Heat is On, Don't Sweat It, we're delighted to bring you our bite-sized podcast show, Mind Over Menopause. On the show, we share stories from other women going through one of the three stages of menopause, peri, menopause and postmenopause. Grab a cuppa and listen to their story. Welcome to today's show on Mind Over Menopause. I'm Gail Gibson and my co-host is Ruby Maguire. This is the podcast for women who are navigating their menopausal journey. So today we welcome Nectaria Pospery as our guest and she's going to tell us a bit about her menopause journey. But before we ask her a few questions, if you could introduce yourself, Nectaria, and tell us what you do. Hey, it's such a pleasure to be here with you today, girls. I am a fitness instructor. I've been working with women exclusively for the last 10 years. Um, and in the last couple of years, I've really niched down to serving women in perimenopause uh, with exercise, a holistic program uh, that works with managing hormones, fitness, the right kind of fitness, uh, educating women. That's the most important part for me giving women that empowered decision-making facility, I suppose. That's what I do. Fantastic, fantastic. And before we started the recording today, you were just mentioning that you're, of course, like us on your menopause journey. So my first question to you then is, how does menopause affect you in your working life? Oh, being a fitness instructor and getting a hit on the face with low energy and tiredness and all of a sudden from being that bubbly, energetic instructor that stands on a stage and runs big classes to just want to curl up in a corner, miserable, crying and not to mention the body changing, like nothing has changed. I've always eaten well, Mediterranean style. I am Mediterranean and I've always exercised. I'm a fitness instructor. I turn up to my classes and do the class myself. So it was very, very, very upsetting and very shocking to see that um, it just wasn't working anymore. I was putting away, but the worst part was the belly fuzz. Where was that coming from? I thought I was going to get away with it. I thought it was in my genes to always have a flat tummy, but no. <laughs> it did come. It did come. So it was a matter of, of digging in myself to potentially question if I was in perimenopause because I was only, it was four, 14 and a half. I entered my 40s really dynamically with a, a big trip to Rio solo. And then about half a year later, I just, the, the changes were really, really uh, prevalent. And therefore, um, yeah, digging in, I thought, could it be? Could it be perimenopause? We were talking months of discovering because I thought it could be anything else. Thyroids, um, the brain fog, the brain fog. I thought, oh my God, could this be something, you know, really, really serious? No, it wasn't. That mm. was all. Mm. That was all. So I had to step back, stop my classes, reevaluate my life, get my energy back and create something completely different that mm -hmm. my body could um could take yeah. what my body needed to then offer it to my girls as well 
No more jumping around, no more cardio. (laughs) Fantastic. You know, it's interesting you said that smack in the face and that you wanted to curl up in the corner. It's a bit bit like I think for all of us, um, somebody puts up a stop sign all of a sudden and says, you know what, it's time to stop for a moment because everything is changing. But then it's thinking about, well, we start noticing things and you said it's the, the brain fog and then it's the energy and it was your, the belly that you thought had always been and that you were proud of having been flat all of that time. But it's a, a time to stop and pause and, and think about, as you said, what comes next. Hmm. Really, really shocking because I think the big shock comes because we're completely uninformed and unprepared. A 41 I get gaslighted by my friends, like, you're too young. You're too young to be in perimenopause. And I'm like, well, now I know. It's not a a year before menopause. You you get the whole flashes and all. It's not. It's a long, long process. Mm -hmm. So 41, starting now, in 10 years, if I am to finish at 40, uh, 51, go into menopause, then it's very, very natural that right now I am in perimenopause. But also because we get the smack in the face because we're uninformed and unprepared. But also because it just comes from so many different sides. It's the body, the mental part, you're not coping. Um, emotionally, it's a lot. A lot. I think it's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what would you say is the, has been the biggest challenge for you then? <sighs> I felt that this was a time to really, I don't know, at the same time, there was a push through all the physical parts. The worst physical part being sleep deprivation, which felt like absolute torture, like night after night after night after night. Um, I think the mental parts, like feeling like you're not coping anymore and you have a family and you're just trying to cope and there, I don't want to cook for weeks, you know, at a time. You just don't have the, the mental strength to stand up and look after my kids and, and, and be a happy wife. And um, I found that very difficult. Mm-hmm. And you said before that you felt unprepared and that there was an embarrassment around that for you, ignorance, the fact that you've been to fitness and that kind of thing. But you, you needed your body back. What was it that you did to get your body back? Oh. Top tips. Are you ready, girls? Yeah, <laughs> top tips. Rest more. Seriously, mm-hmm. rest is such a underrated, undervalued part of a fitness regime. You've got to stop pushing a lot with cardio. Like I think instinct- instinctively we think that we need to sweat out the extra weight and the extra fat, but it doesn't work like that. It just the body does not work like that. Um in fact, it raises our cortisol levels if we if we do too much cardio. And that puts more pressure on our, on our glands, on our hormone production, and puts the belly fat on. So it's a matter of switching your mindset and starting weightlifting. And I really want every woman at this age or earlier, no later than perimenopause, to fall in love with weightlifting. Because we have associated weight, weightlifting for men. We think it's for men. It's not for men. Women should be lifting. The ancient Greek women lift weights. They have their own gym. So it's lifting weights, reducing cardio, lots of stretching. So the, the, the elements of fitness change. Now we're losing balance. We need to work on the balance. Now we're losing flexibility. We need to work on flexibility. We're losing muscle. And that's, that's pretty dangerous. 
the uh, what's called skeletal muscle is indeed uh, the organ of longevity. It's very important to keep our muscle and keep building on it. And unfortunately, because we lose estrogen, we lose muscle. So building the muscle and keeping it and resting a lot, resting a lot. The girls who do best in my programs are the girls who really listen and do three workouts a week and just rest for the rest of it. Learn how to breathe and relax. Um, I think in a nutshell for me, um, it's realizing that fitness is no longer the workouts. They just don't work on their own anymore. It's all the elements. I'm sure you know, it's the nutrition. The nutrition is like 80% of it. Managing your hormones is another big one. And breathing, relaxing, resting. Um, it's no longer just, you can no longer see your fitness regime as just the workouts. My theory. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you. Great tips. Gail. Yes. So out of all of those wonderful things, and those tips are fantastic for anybody who is listening today, who's really looking for something to, to get them through and perhaps, as you suggest, change their fitness routine and, and start to empower their inner body and mind as well as much as powering it up. So what's that one golden piece of advice that you can share for women who are going through a similar or same experience as you? Hmm. Move more, move differently, get used to moving around through the day, especially if you are on a, uh, on a computer all day, set yourself a little alarm, keep moving. Stagnation really hurts our hormone production and then it makes all the symptoms worse as well. Keep moving, keep drinking, follow the joy, do what makes you happy. You're really against getting dumbbells, <laughs> follow your joy. And what did you do to manage and cope with the symptoms that you've discussed and the challenges that you faced? Mm, I tried very hard <laughs> to, to manage my sleep. Mm -hmm. It didn't work. Um, not on its own. Yeah. A, a few of the symptoms have been uh, incredibly difficult to manage, say naturally or by myself. Uh, a few things have helped. I have to say, uh, ashwagandha has seemed to help with uh, sleep a little bit. Uh, or I've, for, uh, for some phases, I have found um, there was magnesium. Taking magnesium the week before getting my period also helped with the pain, which I hadn't experienced before. So much pain and, and fl flooding. Nutrition-wise, oh, my goodness, cut out the omega-6s. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure you have a lot to say, ladies. But mostly, I think... I, it's the breathing techniques, like really consciously trying to reduce my cortisol levels seems to work. I, I'm a great believer that the, the way we experience perimenopause, all the symptoms in the Western world has a lot to do with living in an environment which is just full of stressors mm. because I don't think we have evolved yet to naturally manage it, just flushing it out. So I think. That has helped me a lot. I then decided that it was a good idea perhaps to um, try HRT, like like have a conversation with a specialist and see if that could help as well. So I am four months in with HRT, uh, minimal dose, and I'm the kind of person that been very against taking the pill, anything hormonal all my life. But that has felt like a decision that was very, very conscious, uh, very informed, and I've actually seen great improvement. I'm really grateful to have had the, the option in the UK to do that. 
And it's not for everybody. And I'm not pro HRT. I'm pro information. I'm pro empowering yourself with the right uh, consultant and the right thing for you, for your parameters, for your family history and, and all that. Brilliant. Thank you. Great shares. So that's everything that we want to ask you today. So where can people find out more about you? Oh, you can find me on Instagram as perimenopause.fitness.coach. So perimenopause fitness coach, TikTok, perimenopause fitness coach. And uh, I've got a lovely Facebook group as well where we talk fitness. Uh, it's free on Facebook. It's called the Zesty Perimenopause. So we talk all, all things there, not just, not just exercise. Last week we were talking decline of sexual pleasure, for example. We cover all things wellness. The so Zesty Perimenopause, that's on Facebook. Fantastic. And those of you listening or listening to the replay, you will get information in the show notes about where to find Nectaria. So thank you very much for being our guest today. Some really fabulous insights there. And I know that our listeners are really going to enjoy the tips that you've shared. So nice to join you today. Thank you, girls. Thank you very much, Nectaria. Bye-bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's show and the story our guests shared. Every woman's experience of menopause is different. Our aim is for you to feel inspired, know that you're not on your own, and choose to take back control. If you'd like to be a guest on our show or find out more about us and the work we do, you'll find all the details in the show notes. As a gift, you can also download a free extract from our book. Ruby and I look forward to sharing your story soon.